Eric, what's going on, dude? What's up, Murph? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Listen, I just couldn't stay away. Uh, we had such a good uh, show the other night. I uh, had to pop back on, especially being that it's uh, Mets and Yankees. And uh, this is not a good time for me to pop on. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a, it's, it's a wonderful time to pop on for me. <clears throat> yeah, life is good, Rich. I, how you doing otherwise? <laughs> so why don't, you, uh, why, why don't you explain to us uh, for a little bit why I got my head in the sand right now. And uh, you're actually uh, glowing in on cloud nine for anybody that's just popping in and wants to know what happened in the beginning of the game here. Yeah, well, kind of an odd uh, way to start a game. I don't know if you noticed, Rich, but both uh, – and I want to find the stat on this, but both leadoff hitters got hit by pitches. You realize that, right? Wow. What do they, what do they have, Mets uniforms on? <laughs> I, I mean, they showed Shaw Walter in the dugout when Nimmo got hit. He couldn't run to first base. The poor, the poor baby couldn't do his little hustle, you know, down the line and stuff. But, um, you know, you I could leave, be you, sure. leave Brand, you leave Brandon Nimmo alone, dude. He's a hustler. He's a hustler you know and he's a little kid and he loves to play baseball. You know what? Enough with the hit, the hit by pitches, Rich. You know, yesterday in the Yankee game, I don't know if you saw it. I'm just going to backtrack off this. Uh, Aaron Judge got hit by Manoa, Alex Manoa, and uh, all of a sudden you see uh, Garrett Cole pop out of the dugout, scream at Manoa. But then you see uh, Judge and Manoa they just said, hey, whatever, we'll just play on and stuff. So it was quite interesting. You never see a player in a pitcher, uh, you know, yeah. it was a deliberate hit, basically, you know, and you never see that happen. But uh, but Garrett Cole, you know, Kermit the Frog was coming out of the dugout. Hey, you know, speaking about Kermit the Frog, Rich, you know, um, Patrick you Mahomes. Kermit the Frog. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes has the same voice as Garrett Cole. You notice that? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. But, <laughs> all right, now listen, I, I, I want to tell you about something about that. Pat Mahomes <laughs> has a set of balls much bigger than your boy over there, Garrett Cole. Oh, Pat yeah, Mahomes, yeah. he yep. may talk funny. Listen, you know what, though? He talks funny like Mike Tyson talks funny. All right? You want to make fun of him? Go ahead. But he's going to kick your ass on the football field. Garrett Cole is going to drop his balls in Boston and say, somebody else take over, please. <laughs> and, and it's funny because we talked about the, about the Cy Young Award this past weekend. And the way that um, that uh, Nestor Cortez Jr. pitched it yesterday, I'm not saying he's going to win the Cy Young because we both said that Verlander, Verlander is going to win in a long shot. But you know yeah. what? I think, I, th I think Cortez might get some votes. What do you, what do you think about that? I think he's going to get, yeah, um, Cortez is going to get some votes. Yeah, maybe he might get some looks. I mean, but you know what? The, getting looks is one thing. But you know what? I think that just a, like we talked about the other day, like Verlander is your clear uh, Cy Young guy, man. I mean, I don't know. He's just pitching so good at a high level. Yep, exactly. And uh, and back on the game. So what happened is the Yankees uh, scored a run the first inning. And, uh, and then you know what happened later on in the right. third inning. Yeah, Mr. Judge, right. he uh, finally uh, broke the strikeout streak of uh, – falling to uh, Max Scherzer and drilled one into the, uh, into the seat. So that's number 47, Rich, 14 away. No, I didn't see that. That was, uh, that was kind of like a no doubt, right? I was upstairs getting something to drink. That was kind of like it a bomb. You know what it is? You I know what's crazy? Yeah. What happened to me tonight? And I, I watch these games on Hulu and sometimes mm -hmm. I turn the Hulu on and I forget to hit the live button. So sometimes oh. I look and I'm looking at my phone, like, you know, looking to see if it's a couple of things that maybe me and you could discuss or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it pops up that Aaron Judge hit his home run. I'm like, wait a second. Uh, mm -hmm. he's, he's like, what happened here? And all of a sudden, yeah. I, pulled, I hit it live, and then uh, the Mets were up, and it was 2 nothing. And Judge, yes, uh, he had hit his bomb. Was that 47, right? Yeah, 47, and uh, 14 away from uh, history. And uh, I just wanted to uh, tell you about this pausing the games. Uh, my neighbor, Lou, next door, it was the Giants-Patriots uh, Super Bowl, and I put on Facebook, congratulations, uh, New York Giants. And he was still a couple of minutes behind because, you know, he had to put the kids to bed or something like that. But uh, he's like, why did you do that? You ruined the game for me and stuff, you know. But, uh, you know, that's why I – oh, another rant I'm going to have, Rich, streaming. Do you stream sports? you have cable or you stream, Rich? What do you do? I stream. I got rid of cable. Uh... I cut the cord, man. 
Uh, Eric, uh, I hate the cable company. The only reason why I had the cable company is, is I have, uh, what do I have now? I have Fios. I got Fios back for their, uh, for their Wi-Fi. Dude, oh, I stream everything. Jeez, And, you know, this streaming sports is horrible because it's not. I mean, do you know Max Scherzer just struck out Donaldson? Do you know that or no? Uh, I know. Bang. He just struck him out just now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, you know. Oh, man. Look at that. It is. No, I'm just kidding, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what, though? Listen, I, yeah. I, I understand the whole streaming cable thing. But you know what these cable companies? Oh, listen, I understand that there are, every company is doing it. But there, these cable companies are gouging people for their, for their boxes, for the remote controls. But listen, on the op- I, I did this about a year ago. And about a year ago, it, uh, there he goes. And about a year ago, uh, you know, it looked like a good idea. I was saving a lot of money. But then, yep. you know, then all of a sudden, like, I'm streaming this, I'm streaming that. But to be honest with you, a lot of my streaming services that I have now, like, I, I switched my phone company from Verizon to uh, T-Mobile. And I got a uh, year's free mm-hmm. of Disney. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I switch here. Like, you know what I do? I a lot of switching because when you switch to these companies, it give you a lot of incentives. So, yep. look, I, I got a Sano speaker come in. I got a year free of Disney. I got a year free of Apple. I got, a, you know, Hulu is only 50 bucks a month. So I am saving money because a lot of these streaming servers I am getting for free, actually. Yeah, actually, um, I do have the ESPN uh, streaming service because I like to watch college basketball games. And right. they give those obscure colleges like the uh, the Catherine Gibbs typing school against the Culinary Institute, you know, yeah, when they yeah. play and stuff like that. The good, the good old games that we like yeah. to watch, you know. This but uh, but that's where I draw the line, Rich. That's where I, uh, that's it. I can't, I can't watch. I can't stream sports. I can't. I yeah, I'm, yeah, like I said, I don't mind if I'm a couple, uh, like maybe like a 30 seconds behind. Or you know, it's funny too, because like maybe I could be watching a baseball game uh, down here or in my room or whatever, and Aiden could mm-hmm. be watching it somewhere else. And I, I'll scream and he'll be like, what are you doing? He's like, you can't mm. do that. Because he'll be like 10 seconds behind or 10 seconds. Fo- Listen, you know what it is, what it is. But you know what, at the end of the day, you know, you say, you save money, you got to watch the game somewhere, you know. But uh, yeah, and sometimes you look at your phone, and you see it when it happens too. You get the uh, you get the alerts way before the uh, the play actually happens if you're streaming. So exactly, but, look uh, at this. But look at look, look at this look at this kid right here. This kid's a waste, huh, uh, Cabrera? He he's pretty good actually. Yeah, you see the, the defensive uh, the decef- defensive plays he's been making over the past couple of days? Yeah, yeah. Now you sound like me, Eric, with the defense. Yeah, I guess. You know, yeah, you know, I, I could see his defense. I mean, he made a bet. He just made it. He flubbed the ball before, right? He had a ball hit at him in second base. Yeah, well, it, it was hit at 106 miles an hour, Rich. Come on, let's, let's you know. I don't know who hit it, but it was smoke, basically. Francisco, you know, Lind- but- Francisco Lador, if he was in the, uh, if he was in the, uh, that stupid, uh, whatever, that shift, he would have had Yeah. That. Yeah, well, here's another guy on the farm. Uh, let, let me just tell you, these uh, the Yankees' top five prospects yesterday. Can I just read something to you? Sure. Anthony Volpe, three for four, uh, triple, three runs scored, two stolen bases. Jason Dominguez here with the Renegade, three for five, two doubles, a stolen base. Oswald Peraza, who's the next uh, guy coming up in AAA, two for five, two stolen bases. Austin Wells, catcher in uh, Somerset, AA, one for four, home run, three RBIs, two runs scored. And Everson Pereira, two for four, two RBIs in AA as well. So the Yankees do have some talent on the farm, but they're not bringing these kids up. You know why, Rich, not bringing them up? Because of the stupid options thing. He's got options. They've got, do you want to win World Series? Or do you care about options? I, I don't get it. I don't. I, I mean, it drives me crazy. These general managers. Yeah, but Ugh. you know what though? But you know what though? Yeah, I, listen, Eric. I hear what you're saying about these uh, these guys that are doing it down at the minor league level. Listen, it's still not the major leagues. But oh, I want to show you something. I was just like perusing before I got on here. In the last uh, 15 games, okay, Judge mm-hmm. three home runs, Rizzo mm-hmm. three home runs, six RBIs in that uh, between both of them in that stint. Mm-hmm. DJ, yeah, he's not he's not really hitting. Donaldson's not hitting. This kid nope. Cabrera, 150 batting average. Mm-hmm. Rizzo's got Rizzo in in the last 15 games. He struck out 19 times. Ben Attendee is seems like one of the guys that's kind of producing a little bit. 
In the last yeah. seven games, he's got six hits and a home run. He's got he hit the uh, big, bats. yeah, big Dude, home run guys, yesterday. These right? guys got to start hitting, man. If, if they if they're gonna win, they got to start hitting. Well, that's what I said. You got to mix up the lineup a little bit. Pick some of these kids up. I mean, you know, sometimes you need some fresh blood in the lineup, especially during down the down the stretch. You know, some of these guys can catch fire, you know, lightning in a bottle. Look at Shane Spencer that one year, Rich hit ten home runs in September. You remember that? Never did anything for the rest of his career. But you know, that's what you, you need the spark, Rich. I'm telling you. Yeah. Wait a second. I I just I just had had to read. So I just read something here. I don't know if you know. It just came up. Jacob Degrom's not pitching tomorrow, dude. No, no. Yeah, Tyon Walker's pitching. Uh, they they switched him to Thursday, I believe, against the Rockies. Come so on, I'm pretty ha- pretty happy about that. You know what? <laughs> I am going to get a lot of shit from some people because I was tooting these guys' horns, saying that the toughest guys in New York, and where's Garrett Cole, and now Buck Showalter's just got to show me up. Listen, I love you, Buck, but come on, man. You're going to pitch him <laughs> against the Rockies instead of the Yankees? Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? Buck? He wants to strike out Charlie Blackman, I guess, right? Yeah, whatever, the Rockies, man, Colorado. Right? <laughs> what the hell's hey, going on Rich, in Colorado? Did you see the uh, old, the uh, I'm sorry, the uh, Paul O'Neill uh, retirement ceremony yesterday? Eric, I didn't watch one second of it. Okay, well, first of all, I'm just going to get into it briefly, Rich. I know this isn't our episode four. This is just like basically just just chatting and stuff like that, you know. But exactly. um, but exactly. uh, yeah. So the Paul O'Neill uh, ceremony. Uh, first of all, Hal Steinbrenner got booed on the field. <laughs> oh god what the, what are you guys doing come on Second, okay go ahead tell me tell me what else the yankees so, so so you had you had pettit Posada, uh bernie williams and tino there as the players and then you had gene monahan as the uh as hmm. the um the trainer you know so a little bit yeah. better than old timers day but not quite there you know wait so. a second hold on one <laughs> hold on one second pause 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 okay you get to a bunch of people that you just said mm-hmm. where was Derek jeter Derek Jeter was on the scoreboard giving a message saying he was a little busy, um, but he could not make it. And he saluted Paul O'Neill and his manager too, Mr. Torrey was on the scoreboard saluting. I mean, Hmm. are these guys really busy, Rich? What's going on with these guys? No, they're not. That's uh, that's a little investigation we're going to have to do into uh, what's going on with uh, Derek Jeter and the New York Yankees. But yeah, we're we're going to have to touch. Yeah. We're going to have to touch on that. I mean, it might be conspiracy theory, whatever, but um, we're going to have to touch on that. But then O'Neill's given his speech, Rich, and it sounded like he was sloshed. I mean, he's slurring words. He might have been nervous up there or something like that, you know? So he gives, <laughs> that would be great. He, he, he gives his speech, right? And then he's walking off and he goes, oh, wait, one more thing. And, and this is where it gets crazy. This is like so – this was so set up, right? You know, you ever watch, you ever turn on the TV, Rich, Saturday morning and, you know, you see these infomercials, you know, you know, on the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so O'Neill gets back to the microphone. He goes, I just want to thank the the bleacher crew one more time. And then he goes to Aaron, Aaron Judge is standing right there, right? Aaron Judge, (laughs) you got to love these bleacher creatures, right? Aren't they the best? You know, and it was like an infomercial to get Judge to stay. The Yankees are trying everything to get this guy to stay. You know what it is? You know what? Yeah. You know what, though? And I I do agree with that statement you just said. They are trying to pull out the red carpet for Judge to stay. And listen, Mm -hmm. whether the kid does it or not, there's no loyalty anymore. I mean, like like I said, like we've said in the past, it is what it is. The changing times. There's no no loyalty here. So you know what, though? If Judge leaves, is it like, Mm -hmm. you know, are they going to replace him with somebody? No. I mean, the kid's kind of irreplaceable right now. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's, he's just killing the ball. You know, right. But uh, but is he going to leave? You know, who knows? You know, and, and, and what I was saying about Derek Jeter before is like, you know, that that's a guy too. Like that guy's that guy's irreplaceable. But it's a different it was a different time back then, too. Like even if Aaron Judge, if you there's like, you know, if there's 
audio of him saying, I want to be a Yankee or I want to be a Yankee for the rest of my life. They can never mm-hmm. bring that up because he's, he's going to go where he's going to get paid a lot of money. So it's all right. It's okay. Right, right. And, you know, I'm watching the game right now. This guy, Volvac, oh, my God. Is yeah. he going to pop or what? Jeez. Dude. This guy's – I don't know if it's my TV being too small. This guy's huge. Vogelbach is amazing, dude. You got to You just got to watch his his mannerisms on the field and like when he walks around, he talks. And Pete Alonso loves him, dude. Like oh, he's they, they're always talking. Uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, the Mets won seven of the last nine games on a plus twenty one differential during that span. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. You know what it is wow. about tonight's game, Eric? Tonight's game basically what's going to boil down to is um what 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 I was saying is like the Yankees got to do what they do well. They got to hit the baseball, and the right. Mets they got to do what they do well. They got to pitch. And mm-hmm. so what's going to happen is the Mets are going to do a little bit of what the Yankees do good, and the Yankees are going to maybe do a little bit of what the Mets do good, and we're going to have a good game. But, you know, bottom line is the Mets are just pitching better than the Yankees right now. Yes. Not in this game. I'm talking about up until now. Right. But then you got on the other end, you know, the Yankees aren't hitting. So, I don't know, listen, it's the top of the fifth inning. You know, big-time Vogelbach is up there. So, uh, I don't know, what's he, what, you know, what he's going to do. So Well, I know what he did, so I'm not going to give it away. But, um, you know, this guy probably ate like three cheeseburgers before the game, it looks like. No, Jeez. he's the best. Now, look, you know what? Now, now let's. Uh, I want to go over this with you real quick. Um, talking about like you know, talking about what's going on with the uh, with the playoffs, and I think we were talking about how uh, I know a lot of people saying how you know, the Yankees. It's a good time the Yankees are going on a stand, a bad mm-hmm. stand. It's a good time they're losing some games, which you know, I guess you know you got to uh, you have to kind of agree with that sentiment, you know, because if you yep. look at if you look at the standings right now, there's really there's really nobody. You get the Yankees at seventy four and forty eight, Blue Jays in second place, eight games out with sixty five wins. Now, the only why those 65 wins there is very important is because if you look down the line, the Astros are 78 and 45, mm-hmm. and then you got the Mariners in second place. Now, you've got mm-hmm. teams like the Blue Jays, the Rays, the Orioles, Cleveland, or the Twins. Either one of those teams is going to win with, uh, you know, they got 62 and 64 wins now. And even the White Sox have 62 wins at this point. Right. Now, and even the Mariners have 65. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of cluster of teams that have 65 wins right now, and somebody mm-hmm. is going to have to separate themselves. And who's it going to be? Because, you know, Cleveland Indians is what I'm calling. I'm sorry if, yep. you know, people yep. had to take offense to that, but I'm calling them the Indians. And mm-hmm. they probably had the best shot to win that division. But either the Twins or or the uh, or the White Sox or the or, or that, are they going to have to win that division in order to even make a playoff, I think. And everybody else is yeah. going to fight. They're going to have to eat each other. Yeah, what's up with the White Sox this year, Rich? I mean, Tony La Russa, <laughs> I, I mean, does he actually manage in this team or is he taking a nap in the dugout? I mean, you know. I, in the I, dugout, dude. He's not the same guy he used to be. He's like, listen, Buck Walt, Showalter's got his shit together, but also Buck Showalter's not. I think uh, La Russa's 81 years old. Oh, my God. Seriously. It's like, remember Jack McKeon when he coached the uh, Marlins and they won yes. the World Series? I mean, he showed more life than uh, La Russa's showing right now, you know? Yeah, man, and that's it. crazy. You know, and I, and you know, just from from uh from from my my perspective, if you go down to the other uh go to the other division, I'm looking at the Mets with 79 wins. The Braves just dude, the Braves have won eight of the last ten games. They can't mm-hmm. lose, man. They mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. So you got the Mets and the Braves. The Mets got 79 wins, and the Braves got 75 wins. Now, if if math if math is correct, and it always is, like one of those teams is both of those teams are making the uh play i'll, I'll make it oh play. no doubt it's about it yeah, just put an x by them right now yep mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. both of the, and the both of those teams are probably gonna have 100 wins each mm-hmm. easily yeah I and mean, if you look at it so then you got all the rest of the teams here then you got the dodgers down there with 84 wins if you look at the dodgers who are supposed to be killing everybody Mets only five, have five less wins than the Dodgers right now. So they got 84 wins. But then he got, you know, I was bad mouthing the Padres the other day. I'm looking at the Padres. The Padres are at 68 here. They're they're in a cluster too with a bunch of teams. The Cardinals and the Brewers, the uh, the Phillies, all these teams mm-hmm. are in their 60s. And uh, they're going to have to eat each other out too to uh, 
to uh, make a playoff spot. So all these teams that, you know, you thought maybe out, like the Padres and the Brewers, they, they can all make the playoffs still. Even the no Phillies can make the playoffs. No doubt about it, Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You forgot yeah. an American League team. I don't know. Did you say the Orioles, Rich? I mean, the Orioles have been playing the hottest I baseball. I said the Orioles, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been playing the hottest baseball since the middle of May. It's crazy. I'm right team... there with the White Sox. They, they, they yeah. got one less win and uh, one less uh, loss than the, uh, than the White Sox. So, Listen, and the Orioles are playing good right now. I mean, it'll be great to see baseball back in uh, in Baltimore, even if it's just for a playing game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the baseball season's a marathon, Rich. Remember, the Angels were in first place, uh, and they were tearing it up in early April and stuff. But you know what? Yeah. You got to play 162 games. That's the thing. You can't slack off or anything, you know? So yeah, we'll see what I happens uh, as the uh, as the pennant races come down the stretch. But, uh, you know, Rich, today was a very good day for me. And uh, let me tell you what happened uh, today. Uh, sure. One Tom Brady walked into Buccaneers camp. Tom Brady, who said he was vacationing in the Bahamas. I mean, isn't that great? You're on a football team. You go on a vacation during training camp. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. Just let me know know when I can interject. Go ahead. Just let me know when I could interject. I got to say and just keep going. You got to say and tell you everything you want to know about Tom Brady. Let me know when I can interject. Yep, I'm not really concerned about that, Rich, because there's still 20 more days until uh, September 11th when they played a big game against the Cowboys, their first game of the season. But uh, it's just so great to have him back in camp, and uh, hopefully uh, he can get a couple of reps on Saturday in a in a preseason game. And when I say reps, like maybe one drive, but it just feels so good. And I was listening at work today. I had, um, they do this live thing, uh, Buccaneers, they do a press conference every day. And they had some players come on the, um, on, on the dais, whatever, uh, you know, to talk. And uh, they just said, when Brady walks in the locker room, it's a whole different atmosphere around the team. It's the guy, the guy, he parted the Dead Sea. He walked in the locker room, Rich. And now the Buccaneers, they're ready. They're ready. So okay, I am happy. So. Week week three, Rich, against your boy Aaron Rodgers. I'm getting ready for a night game. It's a 425 game, but I can't well can't wait. All hell's gonna break loose that day. I have a feeling. But uh, oh but Rich, let God. me let let me hear your take on Mr. Brady. Right, listen, my 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 take on the whole uh, Tom Brady thing is absolutely simple because I think I put it in a nutshell. He's Tom Brady now. When Tom Brady wants to disconnect for a little while and go on vacation with his children and his wife to disconnect from everyday life, he's Tom Brady. <laughs> what are they going to do? What's uh, what's uh, what's his name? Uh, the coach over there, gonna, Todd Bowles, going to say, listen, Tom, dude, we need you here tomorrow at practice. If you don't come to practice tomorrow, I'm going to have to cut you. No, well, it's not he, happening. He can't, dude, he can't do he's that, Rich. He's Tom Brady. He's going to play. You know, he, got he was rid probably of throwing air. passes. To, listen, he was probably throwing passes to his kids on the beach. Dude. He's ready. He's <laughs> ready. Know, he, Come on. He's, he's Tom Brady. He, he fired Bruce Arians. Basically. I think Todd Bowles is just backing <laughs> off, you know, but, but I'm saying, Rich, why can't you go to the Bahamas in June or May? Why do you have to go to training camp? Because why you say, because why? Because he's Tom Brady. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tom Brady will just say, oh, you're mad. I went on vacation. All right, I'll just I'll just go uh, I I'll just go um, resign that uh, contract that I have uh, and just become a, a sportscaster. Then I'll just badmouth all you guys because you know why? Because everybody loves Tom Brady. He'll just smile at them and with that little you know when the teeth go ding. Yes, that's exactly yes, what Tom yes. Brady does to everybody. Like, like a dentist. He did it to me. He yeah. did it to me, and I'm angry with him at the same time for it because I'm a diehard Jets fan. I should hate mm-hmm. Tom Brady, and I yeah. don't, and I can't, and I don't know why. And I Jeez. think it's the smile. I don't know why. I have a problem. Unreal. 
unreal. And um, I'm surprised you're not watching the big Monday night football game tonight, Rich, between your Jets oh, and yeah, the Falcons. Oh, yeah, Jets and the Falcons. Yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah. All right, come on. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay, it's go a, ahead. What's it, your take on it? Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's, there's quite more important things going on in the Bronx, I believe, tonight, right? And then I want to know what the attendance is going to be at the Jets-Falcons game tonight. Jeez. I don't even know. I, I couldn't even tell you. And the fact that, and the fact that you even said to me before that you want Tom Brady to take a couple of snaps in a, in a preseason game. Come on, man. He should have stayed in the Bahamas until Labor Day. He should have been there. He should have stayed there till Labor Day. He doesn't need to take a couple of snaps in front of his fans. You know why? Because Tampa Bay knows Tom Brady's going to show up. Exactly. That's exactly nope. what they know. The guy can wake up and go play without get out of bed and, and win a game and stuff like that. You know. So yeah. Uh, so. I'm just so happy he's back, though, Rich. I'm I'm happy. And so you, you know, absolutely, you absolutely should be because, listen, like you said the other day, and you are the realest fan that I know you always are, and they yes. are a completely different team when their quarterback Tom Brady is not on the field. Exactly, exactly. Which they still had Gronk, but you know, yeah. can't have everything. Maybe Gronk will come back in week six because he's. Gronk, right? Gronk, he gets away Gronk. with that stuff too, Rich, right? Gronk, right? Yes, he does. Again, because again, he's another guy because he's Rob Gronkowski. He can do whatever he wants. Brady, you know why? Because that because if it wasn't for Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, I don't know, maybe he'd still be Rob Gronkowski. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. he'd be the greatest uh, tight end of all time. But listen, Tom Brady had a lot to do with Gronkowski's career being the way it went. Yep, exactly, exactly. And they just showed Dwight Gooden the game tonight, Rich. Uh, headed yeah. back to baseball. I just want to let you know on the Yes so Network. Dwight Gooden's in the in the house tonight. <laughs> that must mean that must mean he's doing good then. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't forget, Old Timers Day is Saturday, right? Uh yeah, it is. I, I, I want to touch on that. You know, I'm going to be sure. watching that, Rich. I'm going to definitely you are be watching not. that. I am. Yeah. You know why? Good. Did you see the list of players that are? It's like eh, this is his Mets history. This is baseball. This is Major League Baseball. I mean, and most of these guys play for the Yankees too. I don't the list and stuff. But mm. um, but yeah, this is there's going to be guys from the '62 team that are going to be there, Rich. Yep, exactly. I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for my son to see it. I'm excited yeah. for Aiden, who might be mm-hmm. the biggest Met fan I know, me included. And I got to get him on one night. He's, you know, I'm going to try, but uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard. I, w- I wanted to say a couple things tonight, but he he won't. But uh, uh, yeah, man. Yep, I hear you. Nice, nice. And um, I just want to talk about something, one more baseball-related item, Rich. So Albert Pujols, right? Yes. He's got uh, 692 home runs, 42 games left. He does. What if he finishes with 699 home runs? What does he do for next year? What does he do? That's uh, I don't know. That's a good point. You know what he has to do? He's got to come hit one more home run. Yeah, exactly. I think I think he has to, right? Yeah, at least one. And if he signs on for another season, you can tell me can hit four home runs in uh in, in in 162 games. Right, right. And you know, like we said, it's good having the national uh the DH in the National League and who knows, maybe they will do that, but I mean, this guy no, who no thought he would get that close in the beginning yeah. of the season. He's having a pretty good season, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he absolutely is. Yep, yep, it's good. It's good to see like we said the Cardinals and I said uh I I said uh Arenado would win the MVP and he got 3 RBIs yesterday. So, I mean, it's the just Cardinals just keep they're the hottest team in baseball right now, the Cardinals. They I are. mean, Besides the Dodgers, they're just tearing it up. It's it's, it's it's amazing too when you look at that sixty nine and fifty one record that they are uh, that they are you know they are killing it right now, which is good. And that's what they always do. The St. Louis Cardinals, they always just come on at the end. So we got to look out for them. You know yeah. what I want to touch? I want I want to just want to touch on something real quick that we're going back to baseball for one second. I got one I more baseball to, story, but you first, Rich. Yeah, I, I just um 
Another reason why the, the, these Mets have been winning these games, and the guy that I've been on, you know, last year, even when he was doing terrible, and this year because he's making plays, whatever. Francisco Lindor upped his batting average 15 points in the last 10 games. Wow. Hmm. I mean, the guy, the guy is what do you call it? I mean, the guy's playing, man. He's got 21 home runs and 84 RBIs for a shortstop, dude. Hmm. He right now, and like, like like I said the other day when I was on my own, I don't, I never liked Jose Reyes. I thought he, I didn't like him. I thought he was too cocky. The whole a batting title thing. I, I, just, I just, I can never warm up to him. And, and I like the fact that this guy is going to be in uh, in City Field for at least another eight more years, dude. Hmm. And, uh, and 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 I'm, I'm hoping that maybe like they're going to say, you know, Jose Reyes, who, you know, yeah. Francisco Lindor is going to be that guy. So I just I just always had a problem with uh, with Reyes. I, I just never liked him. Yeah, and uh, Mark Cotta had a good game yesterday, right? Ah, two home runs, dude. Yeah, amazing. It's a tie and win the game, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Absolutely, yeah. But then wow. you know, then Diaz was a little shaky last night, though. I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, he, uh, he, the, the real Diaz finally came out. You know, whenever we praise these guys on our podcast, Rich, they always, uh, they always do bad the next day. It seems, you know, crazy. So what the hell, so what the hell is happening tonight? We're both watching our teams play, and what kind of praise and kind of nuts? What's going to happen? They're both going to want like a thirty-game losing streak. None, neither <laughs> of them going to make the playoffs. Now is that what you're telling me? No, 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 no. The home team's going to win tonight, Rich. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your other, uh, what's your other baseball point there? So, so you remember, um, you remember Kenny Lofton? He used to be on the uh, Cleveland Indians. He played with the Yankees did, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so a news item just came out today, and um, I, I don't know what's up with these guys. He. Uh, He's been alleged of uh, sending pictures of his penis to female subordinates. I'm sorry. Whenever I hear something like that, listen, that's terrible. I understand it's going to be a lawsuit. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to, uh, it's kind of like when, when men talk, I, I don't know. When I, when I hear it, you just have to giggle. Like, what are you taking a picture of your dick for? <laughs> I mean, geez, unreal. I, you know, and, and it's, it appears it's various women too. Through direct direct messages he was sending, so you know, I mean, if if we see any on the Check It Out podcast uh, uh, Instagram site, Rich, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna totally go off, you know. Dude, every, every time I hear a guy does something stupid like that, I'm like, what's the matter with you? Like, remember Brett Favre got caught because he had, a, I think, he had, what, he had a Super Bowl ring on or something. I think that's how he got caught. Yeah, yeah. And that girl, that girl's actually got a, that girl's actually got a podcast now. That girl, I don't know what she talks I, about, but she got a yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, so. I think it's a sports podcast. And by the way, the Yankees just scored again, Rich. Uh, oh. Andrew Benatendi with a. Uh, a shot down the uh, right field line to score a run. What I tell you about Scherzer. We got the Scherzer. Yeah. There it goes. There goes, there goes the Cy Young Award. That's foul. That's foul. Foul Look at, look at that, Ben Attendee. See, I told you that's what he was going to do, dude. This guy, Ben Attendee, is going to come in and play for you, man. I, I think, and I think you're going to, I think he's going to play well in the playoffs. Watch, you're going to say, I got a little bit of a crystal ball about this kid. And I, I just always like Ben Attendee. I, I don't know. Something, I like those, I like the gritty little baseball players. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, these guys—they're uh, not tall. They're like five foot nine. They get around these guys, though. But, um, but yeah, I think, I, like I said, when he got him, it was the perfect fit. Then he went like one for twenty to start his Yankee career. But he seems like he upped it up a little bit now. So um, they need him to hit. You know, they need the Yankees need these lefties to hit. They need to score some runs. And uh, hopefully tonight's the night they get it. They get it all. You know, the win yesterday definitely helped. You can't get swept by the Blue Jays at home. No, but I was hoping they'd get swept by the Mets. But you know. ah. <laughs> maybe it'll go the other way. Hey, Rich, we got exciting yeah. news today. Um, our podcast is now on Apple. Can you please uh, tell everyone? I saw that. I saw that. Now, did you search? Did you search for it? I did. Yes, I typed in check it out, and uh, it came up. There's a lot. There's a couple out there, but I did see it pop up. 
Okay, so what I was doing, what I was doing after our uh, after our show the other night, which Eric, I was very again, it's, I, I was very proud of our uh, show the other night. Even listening to it, I, I just you know, I, I think we I think we did very well. So yeah. I was just I was researching and like you know, again, I'm we're very new at this, the technological stuff, and I'm just mm -hmm. like kind of learning on the fly. So I kind of like figured out how to get it through the RSS feed and. Uh, you know, I'm figuring all this stuff on the fly. It's, it, it's you know, a couple of months now, it's going to be a lot better, you know, you know, digitally and what, whatever. But anyway, I figured out how to run it through these programs where I could get it sent out on Apple. Now, Apple was the harder one because I had to, they had to send it through and actually listen to one, I think. But I don't know how oh. it works. But, uh, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. then they, they, they came through with their approval today. So we are available on Apple Podcasts and we're also available on Google Podcasts as well. That just came by before, too. Wow. But the big one I think today was I think because I didn't even think about this man because the uh, the type of audience that we're hitting right now is is in a genre of you know Alexa and uh, Amazon and mm -hmm. and and listen like you know everybody's got Amazon and Amazon Prime nobody mm -hmm. knows that you get Amazon Music for free when you have Amazon Prime yes. so if you punch in if we get if we send the link to open up Amazon and you open up that link you probably won't even know that you have Amazon Prime it'll just pop right up and then you save it as your favorites and then keep sharing it and sharing it. And I'll tell you, the, I think the quality of the audio is a little bit better on the Amazon and also too. So, I mean, mm -hmm. Spotify is great and still on Spotify. You know, a lot of guys that had like their habits, you know, whatever, but it's on Spotify. So right now we're going to be on four platforms. We're on Amazon, Amazon Music, we're on Spotify, we're on Google, and we are on Apple Podcasts. Just search the Check It Out podcast. It's going to be the orange logo. Hmm. Amazing. It's, it's going to only be a uh, amount of time, Rich, when we get our um, certified check marks for our social media uh, handles, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I've never really been a social media guy, but like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying my hardest. I mean, you know, just trying to get the word out, you know, and, I'm, you know, we, we're doing the best we can, you know, with your friends, with my friends. We're pretty much doing this by word of mouth with our friends and people in our community and, and, and family members. And, you know, just, you know, just the only thing we ask of you guys, if you really do, you know, find this entertaining and like what we're talking about. Just tell everybody. Like, I'm going to give a shout out to my uh, my cousin, Joe Becker. I mean, I think he's out in Virginia right now. And uh, he, you know, he texts me and he messaged me with criticisms and tells me what he likes about it. But uh, you're out there, Joe, you know, doing what you do. And uh, we're going to have you we, actually got to have him on maybe in a week or two because he's he's a hardcore Giants guy, dude. And he's oh, a wow. very kind of like he's a very kind of dry humor, no nonsense kind of guy. OK. And he'd be perfect. You know, for like 15 to 20 minutes and school us on some. uh on some giant stuff. And uh, like I said, you know, we're going to, you know, like I, I, another reason why I want to come on tonight, I know we kind of like, we talked a little bit Yankees and uh, Metro now, but uh, I want to, uh, you know, converse with Eric. Cause we, you know, we talk on the phone and, you know, we have our so-called, you know, quotes of production meetings, but uh, mm -hmm. we, you know, we still text back and forth. And uh, I think he's on board with a lot of the stuff. Uh, uh, somebody just hit a home run. No, it fell oh, short. Okay. Yeah. All right, anyway, uh, well, yeah. That's why I wasn't screaming rich, you know, cause yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a couple well, anyway. of minutes ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so back to what I was saying. So um, we got some stuff that we want to do. Like uh, I know, um, I know we're gonna get on this a lot more because this is just fun. It's like me and Eric we're friends. We're just talking and it's like bullshit and talk watching the game or whatever. But uh, we uh, all of us we have a fantasy. Uh, we have a fantasy football. We also do fantasy baseball, but fantasy baseball is a little more you know grueling and drawn out. Mm -hmm. But we have a fantasy football. Uh, um. I guess that we do every year. It's the second inauguration of it. it's called the boys to men. The reason it's called the boys to men, uh, fantasy football draft is we incorporated and we evolved our children in this as well. And our children, um, meaning children, meaning teenage children. So, and these kids know more about sports than we do. So what we were going to do was we were going to have our fantasy foot. We were going to try and maybe do something live, right? Eric, I don't know if you want to do that. Maybe do something live or even, you know, even, uh, you know, record something. Yeah, definitely during the draft, right? 
Yeah. So, so like, kind of like when we're doing the draft, we're going to, uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to draft and we're going to tell, you know, who we got and who this one got. And, uh, you know, me and Eric will commiserate about, you know, who we picked and we'll probably make fun of a bunch of you guys about all the picks that you made. But, uh, the great part about it is like, you know, we'll just hear it. You guys will hear it, uh, tomorrow when the podcast is out. So, uh, mm-hmm. unless we do it live, if we get the guys doing it live, I actually <laughs> have the ability to set up about six microphones if you guys want. So if you guys want, let me know when I will, I'll do the whole thing live. But for now, we're going to do, uh, you know, we're going to do a show the day of. But I had an idea, Eric. Yeah, sure. Okay. Now, being that we have, you know, we have our kids and we have right. our kids and we have a couple other kids involved in the uh, in, in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if maybe if you wanted to take maybe your son, Ben, or uh, maybe one of the other kids, probably your son, Ben, he's very knowledgeable in sports. And mm-hmm. maybe you could do like a half hour, maybe in the beginning of the week next week before we have our draft and kind of like break down some of the uh, – you know, some of the, the players and some of the best, you know, the, however you want to do it. But like, you know, get kind of get Ben a little uh, talking time if he wants. And uh, tell him what he thinks about our fantasy football draft coming up. Well, I'll see. I'll ask him. You know, sometimes the kids don't like to get behind the microphone, Rich, you know. But <laughs> um, but I know we, we have no problem, you and I, right, getting behind the microphone. We could talk about anything, right? No. So, uh, no, so, listen, I, so so the point so the point I'm going to make here is I kind of I made I made uh, I, I made something. I'm going to do something with one of the kids. I hope you don't mind. Is that uh, sure? Okay. I want to have, uh, I, I was talking to uh, one of our lifelong friends of the family, lifelong family members, the Ferris's and Caden Ferris is one of my favorite people in the world. He's very, very knowledgeable about sports and he's got a great personality. I think I'm going to pop on here maybe next week for maybe just like a half hour and let him get some, uh, you know, what this is going to be good for too, Eric. What's that? Promotion, promotion, promotion. You know why? Caden ah, knows yes. a lot of these kids, man. And I got to be honest with you. I just talked to him this morning about coming on next week. Already a couple of his friends are looking at the Instagram account. So wow, you got to wow. start pinpointing certain audiences. And I I texted him this morning. He's on vacation now. He texted me right back and said he's very excited to do it. This kid's oh, got a really good personality, man. He's very knowledgeable. So I think I'm going to go on maybe for a half hour with him, just bullshit about uh, you know, bullshit about uh, fantasy sports with him. I mean, you know, like I said, you know, we, we are going to come on here to, to tell us about a couple of things, different things we are going to do anyway. So... I mean, I hope, uh, Eric, you know, you're my partner, but I want to get some of the kids involved too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that's awesome, Rich, because you know what? The kids the kids of the future, the kids know sports, the kids want to laugh too. This is perfect for kids, you know? I mean, everybody wants to listen to this podcast, but you know, it gets around school and stuff and parents yep. find out and grandparents. Yep. And you know what? The next thing you know, we got a million listeners, Rich. Then, you know, that's what we want, right? We want to get the uh, the exposure out. So yeah, definitely. I have no no problem with the kids uh, doing some stuff on the uh, on the pod. Like um, Ben still goes to DCC, right? Yes, he does. Yep, yep. So was I'm first getting, school. Yep. Eric, I'm getting what do you call it? I'm getting I'm getting stickers made up, and then we could hand a bunch of stickers out to the kids, and they could they could put them all over the campus. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah. I want to get I want to get to, I'm going to get shirts for me and you. Yep. So these are two things like you know we've been we've been thinking about like we have been talking about by the scenes like you know I do want to get shirts and I do want right. to get stickers and mm-hmm. you know cause we, mm-hmm. this is not going to go away. No, it's not going to go away. I mean, it's just so much fun. And as people tell me, it's like it's just like a natural chemistry between you two, you know, between you and I, Rich. So yeah. it's like it's amazing how we could just, you know, talk. We're not we're not reading off cue cards or anything like no. that, you know, no. We're, no. And, and we we have we're low budget. We know producers. So and tonight we didn't even talk. We just said, let's go on at eight o'clock and just BS about the Yankees Mets game and and whatever and stuff. But yeah. uh, and yeah. this game's rolling along. This game's in the sixth inning already. I mean, it's eight thirty eight. Yeah. I mean, this game's like rolling along. This is a uh, this is a oh, the Mets are zero for eight 
against uh, Domingo Germán's four-seam fastball tonight, Rich. How about that? Whoa, I mean, what? I remember – now, Rich, getting back to Yankees-Mets, I remember a couple of weeks ago you were at the uh, Yankees-Mets game at City Field, and yeah. um, you said Domingo Germán was pitching that night, and mm-hmm. he was kind of like uh, deer in the headlights, basically. But yes. he's actually pitched pretty well. I mean, I, I, and it's the reason why the Yankees traded Jordan Montgomery, which I hate because Montgomery's been lighting up. I know he's pitching tonight. I didn't see what he's doing yet tonight. But, um, yeah. but you know, this guy Germán, he's doing – doing it uh but i don't know what, what's your reaction on that you know my reaction is to that when he pitched against the mets last time his third button was unbuttoned and he looked like huh. a like a mess he looked like Jeez. you know his shirt was unbuttoned his, it was untucked he looks like he, he looks like he's got his shirt tucked in today his buttons are all buttoned he's not squinting you know what though it's got it's you know tonight with him it's about to look man he's all buttoned up he's all polished he looks like a nice polished yankee tonight which uh, i guess Everybody's supposed to look when they're in a Yankee uniform, right? Nice polished pinstripes, you know. He looks like a polished pinstriper tonight. Yeah, there definitely is a dress code at Yankee Stadium with these guys. You know, no beards or anything. <laughs> they can't have the mustache, but you know, you know, uh, the Steinbrenner family's up there, and uh, if the shirt pops out of the uh, pants, uh, you know that um, Aaron Boone's gonna get a call in the dugout and stuff like that. So you know. <laughs> hey, uh, all right. Uh, what do you call it? Um, I wanted to also to uh, come on and uh, talk to you about a couple of things, and I was gonna offer you the. Uh, the out if you wanted to, but uh, no, you're gonna you're gonna stick around. And uh, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna say a couple of things here, Eric. You know the game's still on. You know, yep. and if if you want to, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk for maybe you know maybe 15 minutes because I got a couple of things that I'd like to uh, talk about. And uh, go ahead. Me and Eric talked. Me and Eric talked prior to this, and uh, he knows what I'm about to say. And uh, this is something I'm gonna be doing that uh, maybe Eric, you know, might might not want to be a part of. But I'm just gonna let you know there's gonna be a little bit of a, you know, just a little bit of a, a you know a different type of. Uh, offshoot of what's going on here, Eric. I, I mean, am I in, am I right in letting you know that we discussed this? Yes, we did. We discussed it this afternoon, Rich. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So I'm, I'm kind of been, uh, lately I've been, well, I've been all over the board with this, like, because, um, I don't know, I can't stop thinking about it. Again, that's why I called Eric today to try and get on tonight, just to, just to talk more, just to get us some practice, just to get us some, you know, to talk more about what's going on. Now, uh, you're going to see, there's going to be, um, there's going to be a couple of shows maybe coming up or maybe, um, well, you're going to see a different logo, okay? It's going to be the same podcast, the same podcast, me, me and Eric. It's going to be E-dubs. It's going to be Murph. It's going to be us. But you're going to see a different logo. You're going to see a logo that's going to say, check it out. It's going to be in black and orange, black outside, orange letters. But instead of saying what it says in the middle, established in 2022, you're going to see a picture of the planet Earth, okay? The picture of the planet Earth. So to me, what that's going to be is... I kind of like, I, I walk around, uh, I, I walk around a lot, you know, I, I, New York city, I go to, you know, baseball games and I, I go on vacation and I go, uh, around to all these places. And, uh, I don't know, I find like, I, I like to talk to people, you know, people, you know, people just kind of feel comfortable sometimes talking to me and I'm just very, uh, I'm very interesting in like, you know, like why people feel the way they feel. In other words, you know, we have, we have, um, like we watch all these news outlets and everything and, uh, people are always yelling and screaming like, you know, you're wrong. You're wrong. Cause I'm right. Cause I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Cause you're wrong. Cause you're wrong. And that's, bo- but that's both this- news outlets, right? Both news outlets. Correct. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's the point is like, you know, the, all the way, the right and all the way in the left is, are so busy mm-hmm. screaming at each other about how their right is. They never want to come to a, a middle ground and say, you know what, maybe a little bit of what you're saying is correct. And, Maybe with a little bit of what I'm saying is correct. And let's talk. But I don't think there's any of that. I don't think there's any of that, Eric. Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So, so it, you know, just talking to like, you know, friends at work. And I just want to, I've been saying this little thing in my head. Like, I, I want to find out like what makes people, what makes people tick. In other words, like, you know, what gets people going? What gets people out of bed in the morning? 
what do they uh, like? What do they feel? I wonder people how they feel because you know why? Because you know, COVID 2020, uh, that we could do a whole show on, and I'm sure Eric, you, you, that I think that might be something that me and you could do because I know we have mm -hmm. our uh, views on COVID, and uh, that mm -hmm. might be a good show for me and you to do, but um. It it kind it, it's so divided our country. Whether whether how you feel for political, I'm not talking about feelings right now. But that they it it's in and itself divided so many people. And so many people crawled into their rooms and they crawled into their houses and they crawled into their lives. And again, some people's families flourished because maybe they were having issues at the time with not seeing each other, working too much, or whatever it may be. But other families, you know, it's just like when you're locked in, it's just, uh, you know, the four of you or the five of you or the three of you, whatever your family might be, or just the two of you. It's like you start to realize certain things about people. And, and I think people just kind of stopped talking to each other or stopped caring about what people do in life. Me, on the other hand, I, I kind of like to ask people like, you know, silly questions and I can see how they react. You know, like today, you know, I'm working and I saw three kids uh, with Yankee jerseys on and some guy behind them with a Met jersey. And I was just trying to get a little dialogue out of the kids. And I'm just like, hey, Yankees, uh, Mets, like, you know, guys going to the game. And just, you know, nothing. I got nothing out of them. But that's the kind of stuff that I'm going to kind of uh, want to do maybe. I'm going to try and walk around a little bit maybe with a microphone, try and maybe get some uh, reactions out of people. Yeah, Rich, can yeah. I step in for a sec? Sometimes sure. you got to know your audience too because I do the same thing and stuff. And I think people are going to get a laugh. And sometimes they do right. get the laugh. Like, like, like one time uh, I was in Adams, for instance, and I, um, I dropped a uh, avocado on the floor and I threw it back into the uh, you know, on the shelf. You know? So a woman comes up to me and she starts saying that, um, you know, that that's a living thing. Why would you throw something like that? And I'm like, it's an avocado, you know? I say, excuse me, you know? But what is she, is she trying to pick a fight with me? Or is she just, you know, I was like, I, if I saw that happen, I would say, wow, that's a good toss. There's like two points or something, you know? Oh, no, 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 that's a living thing, you know? So, but, you know, people are so uptight, Rich, so. I don't know, everybody's, you know, everybody's got, you know, everybody's uh, so wah, wah, whiny about stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, yeah. I don't, I guess, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if you looked at it, but um, I, I, there's, I, I did a, uh, I did a video, I, it's on my YouTube channel, or, or it's on my Instagram as well. It's a video of me uh, talking. It's kind of like a, me talking about America. It's kind of like a a, a pre a pre a, you know a prerequisite or, or a pre, pre precipice for what I'm going to be kind of be doing. And you know, it's it's it kind of talks about that Aaron Lewis song. Am I the only one? If you guys have seen it, like you know, I, I won't go through it. But America's in a really weird place right now, where there's a lot of people that have opinion. A lot of actually a lot of people that have not even opinions. I think they're all opinions, and I think that a lot of people's opinions matter if we just start talking about them. And once people start realizing that what they say is really just an opinion, maybe they'll stop and think that you're not always the smartest person in the room, man. You know, because I've been saying to people lately, like you have a conversation with somebody and you think they're wrong. Okay, fine. Why are you wrong? Why am I right? I was saying like, if, if you disagree with somebody, sometimes when you disagree with somebody and you have a really, you know, heart to heart disagreement with somebody and you talk about it, you know, disagreement can breed so much knowledge because that conversation that you had with that person if you were just listening to that person and listen to what they were saying and you did and they did the same to you, you know, it might not, it might not sound that crazy. You know what I mean? Again, I just want to, and I keep using the word dialogue. I just want to start creating dialogue. I'm not always right. Uh, you know, like I said, I do have some strong feelings. I do have some uh, uh, strong opinions and that's, and that's where I get lost in translation because I don't know why my feelings or thoughts or opinions are any different or any less important than somebody else's. 
So the, the focus of this is what I want to do is uh, so I want to just get people to start talking. Like I want to know about, um, you know, the, the people in the neighborhood that uh, I want to know about a guy like Fred Schmalz, who's almost uh, 80 years old and he's still mows the lawn at Shepherd Field. I want to know about Eric Weisfeld, who I've known for 12 years. And uh, mm -hmm. I want to know about him and his wife, where they met. Like I want to know. I even want to get my wife involved. Now, my wife, you guys are definitely going to meet my wife. My wife is a ball of fire. She's a redhead. <laughs> and I love her to death. She is definitely going to, once she realizes that she could talk into a microphone and people are going to listen to her, I don't know, I might not be able to get some time. She may have the microphone the whole time. But <laughs> my point being is talking, just talking, just and talking stuff out gets, it, 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 you know, it's psych, it's like, you know, it's, it's therapy for a lot of people. It's like a lot of people don't want stuff inside of them. They don't want to talk. So let's talk, man. Like there might be something that, that, that I say in maybe one of these sessions where, uh, where, you know, I disagree with him. Why is he saying that? Why isn't he live right now? I got to argue with him. Or I got to tell him how I feel. That's fine. I'm always going to use my Twitter account. My Twitter account right now is what's going on going W A T S G O I N O N 72. What's going on 72 at Twitter. That's the Twitter account that I'm keeping completely separate from the check it out podcast. That's going to be where you're going to see some of my thoughts about what I think is going on in the world. That's going to see some of my thoughts. I'm trying to like kind of bait these big companies into an argument. You might see something I say about religion on there, trying to bait the Catholic church. You might see me trying to bait, you know, a local uh, Republican about some kind of issue that he has, you know, it's all about getting, you know, your name. I'm trying to, maybe I'm trying to pick a fight, like, you know, kind of like Braveheart. It's like, you know, when he goes, where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Maybe I am trying to pick a fight. I don't know. But I just want to know why people think the way they do. So hence, like, hence what that's going to be on the different logo. You know, it's going to be the earth in the middle. And uh, I told Eric I'm going to give him an um, opportunity to chime in anytime he wants because he is my partner in this project. And whatever I do, and, and if, if there's something that I told him, Eric, if there's something that I say and you're listening, man, and he's like, wow, my God, I can't believe Richie just said that. Why would he, what makes him tick? Why would he say something like that? I would hope that I picked you as a partner because me and you are very open-minded people and we're very, we're thinkers. So I would think that you wouldn't say, I'm not going to talk to him anymore because he said that certain thing and I don't believe in it. I would say, you call me up and say, why'd you say that? Said, you know what, Eric? Let's talk about it on the podcast and we'll get it out in the open. We're not going to yell and scream at each other. Maybe we might change each other's mind. Yeah, we're uh, we're grown men, Rich, and uh, yes. we have we can have opinions and stuff, and uh, yeah, that's, that's what makes us uh, human beings. If not, we're robots, basically. I'm not um, gonna listen. I am. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna offend. I'm not gonna offend anybody up until standards, which I think offense means, which I'm gonna go into. So maybe people may get offended. I don't know, but. If you get offended, please, again, I'm going to have a disclaimer. If you get offended by anything, Eric has nothing to do with this. And please fight me on what's going on 72 on Twitter. <laughs> Don't attack our Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> but, and also, the, you know, the thing is, like, living up, living up here for as long as I've been living up here, I know a lot of interesting people, man. And me and you know a lot of the same people. Hey, uh, Rich, how long have you been living up here, if I may ask? I, I... How many I'm years? up here almost 18 years. Aiden's oh. going to be 18, so I'm up, okay. here, I'm up here a little over 17 years. Okay, I'm up here 21 years actually. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I moved up here. You know, I had my first. Uh, you know, I had our first kid, Aiden. You know, then it's like you know, we we moved, we moved up here, and we've been up here ever since. Then we had Jack, and that's my two kids, who I'm insanely uh, I'm insanely proud about. And uh, yeah, man, I, you know, 17 years. And uh, along those 17 years, man, I think we you know we know you know we know a lot of the same people, and uh, we we know a lot of interesting people, and we know a lot of funny people. By funny people, I mean there might be a time when I'm over here having a barbecue, and a buddy of mine might come over, and he's got a funny story to tell. I said, you know what? Not let's go inside and sit down and tell that funny story. 
And I'm just going to put that stuff out there, man. I'm going to edit it, you know, if, if it gets really crazy. I'm not going to do a lot of cursing and stuff like that because, you know, they're all going to be younger people. But I'm going to discuss some uh, – I might discuss some facts. Maybe we'll have an argument in my backyard and you say, want to bring it to the podcast. So you're going to hear some different type of stuff. Like, you know, I, I, I like boxing. I'm a big boxing guy. I might want to see – I might want to talk to somebody one night who knows a lot about boxing. I have not me, Rich. Alpha. I'm not a boxing guy at all. But uh, so now, take, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so now like I'm saying is I, I, I know about boxing, but mm-hmm. I know there's two people in my life right now that, that know a lot about boxing. I think it would be very interesting to come on. Like I got my – you know Ernie, Ernie Alfred. Of course, of course. He, Ernie Alfred. Ernie Alfred knows a lot about boxing, not to mention he's a very funny guy. And I think that we could probably sit around me and him for an hour and you and the three of us could you know chop it up about anything. You know, he's, like, a, he's, a, you, he's a good bowler us, too, Rich. He guy what? bowls like the guy bowls like two eighty five, three hundred. Yeah. He's a great bowler, yeah, yeah. And and listen, and and he is, and he is, you know, he's gonna listen to this, and he knows, you know, what I'm talking about. He is mm-hmm. pound for pound one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And, and not to mention the first guy I ever met when I moved up here. We coached uh, t-ball together when our kids were really young. And Ernie Alfred came up to me and introduced himself to me, and I'm forever grateful for him for that because uh, because of him, I just opened up this whole big, you know, big group of friends that I have up here and my family and my kids. And uh, it's a wonderful community up here. And uh, it's because of uh, people like that, that, you know, I'm still here. And, uh, and I'd like to, as I was just saying to you, I want you guys to know these people too. Like I have, I literally have a lot of people that want to, that have called me up and just want to come and hang out and bullshit with me about certain things. I mean, it's really cool actually, you know, I mean, to, to know about that, you know, it's, and, and that's what I'm going to do, Eric. And I am going to do that. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm never going to put anything out without saying to you, I did this last night. Or, you know, Eric may have had a couple of drinks last night. And, uh, you know, me and, uh, me, me and Alex <laughs> got on and said a couple of things. Or, <laughs> you know, I'll never put anything out there that you don't want put out there. You know what I mean? So I'm just, you know, I just want to know that there's going to be kind of like a separation of, of stuff that I say. And Eric's going to do like the sports stuff. And if anything he wants to add, he's going to add it himself. So. That's the that's the, the one thing that I'm gonna do. We always have, and I you know, and we have a common uh, friend that wants to get on my America um, video, and that's our uh, Amish outlaw. He wants to uh, do so much time with me and talk about my America video. He's gonna have a lot to say. So uh, we both know the Amish outlaw, and we're gonna get to know him on a on a sports level and on another level as too. He's another really great guy that uh, we've met up here through our sports and just our families and stuff. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he was farming today, Rich. So we couldn't couldn't come out tonight. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of corn that has to be harvested and stuff. You know, the uh, the fall's coming. But the uh, the Amish outlaw is a great guy. Gotta love that guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, he is. I'm also I'm also um I'm, my family. Uh, if they're listening to this, um, my family's been hitting me up with the project that I've been talking about for a long time. And uh, guys, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a lot of it's a little bit uh, harder and more entailed than I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was just gonna be something that I was gonna think about, go out there, video it, film it, whatever you guys call it these days, and call it a day. I'm gonna um I'm gonna interview my dad, and I talked about this prior a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the sports things taking off, and you know I still have to work, and I'm starting to work overtime, and just I'm trying to fit things in as I go, and uh, I want I'm interviewing my dad because um it was about 35 years of my dad's life that I don't know being that I'm 50 and he's 75 figure 25 years of his life I'm not around and then the other 10 I'm 10 years old so I know a couple things about him but uh you know, I'm gonna interview him and I'm gonna involve my family members I'm gonna involve all my sisters and uh, all our grandchildren and my mother and uh, I'm giving a shout out to even some of my cousins out there and you guys all know who you are if you guys want to contact me you could call me or however you want to get in touch with me if you guys have any uh, questions that you like to ask, uh, as you guys call uncle Richie, but that's going to be my first uh, project I'm doing on uh, that end. As far as, uh, I'm going to interview my father and uh, listen, you know, I was talking to him yesterday and, um, you know, I went over a little bit, a little 
syllabus of like what I wanted to talk to him about. And uh, there's one subject in there that he might be a little bit, uh, you know, reluctant to talk about, but I'm going to work around it. But um, other than that, though, you know, he's just one of those guys that like, you know, he, he's like, why do why do you want to interview me? He's like, you know, I, I you know, so why do I want to interview you? He's like, you know, when somebody asks you if you want to be interviewed, you obviously do something interesting in their eyes. That mm -hmm. being said, people are going to want to hear your stories. And that is also kind of the gist of what I'm talking about. You know, I, I want people to know these people. I want people to know my dad. I had a 50th surprise birthday party and my dad was there and my friends from work were there and he was engaging with them and, and everything. So, I mean, I think that he's got a lot of good stories to tell. And I think, uh, you know, I think he's going to be able to add to it. Maybe this will be a, something that takes off for, uh, you know, for people that hear this. Maybe they think it's a good job. You know, uh, fortunately, you know, I, I still have my, uh, my parents and, uh, you know, my, my, my dad's, uh, he's getting older, you know, and, uh, and this is a, this is really a time that I should interview him. And, um, I think it might be the right time. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's that great, great project, Rich. And, you know, since we live in the community, we can interview some people in the community and stuff like you said and stuff and learn about people more because like you said, we know the same amount of people and, you know, it's just bringing a, uh, a, a phone to a bagel store with a couple of guys sitting out front and, you know, Hey, what brings you guys here? You guys veterans? Let's hear some stories. So going to a baseball game, asking, talking to somebody in the stand. I mean, there's so much information to gather on people, Rich. And I think that's, that brings the human element together because people, like you said, don't want to talk to each other anymore. Exactly. And like I said, like, look at us another on a random, uh, what is it? Tuesday, uh, Monday night, me and you just bullshitting for 53 minutes and oh, I'm going to put it out there and people get and people are going to listen to it, dude. You know, mm -hmm. People are yeah. going to listen to it. Yeah, I'm gonna you know, listen to and, it too on the way to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's, and and you know, just I'm sorry. Back to back to the interview that I have with my dad. Like, you know, I just want to reiterate the fact that you know, if any of my cousins or my aunts or my uncles or my sisters or anybody in my family that's listening to this right now, I am gonna put a blast out on my Instagram account and my Twitter account. But if you guys are listening to this and you do take interest in it and you do want to ask a question or if you do something that you know something you never knew about him, well, we're all gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it light. You know, I just wanted to know. You know, I just want. Want him to know that there are people out there that really do love, excuse me, love him and care about him. That's and that's mm -hmm. that's basically at the end of the day is like we want people to know that they care about us, you know. And he's done a lot of stuff. I'm going to get into his funny stories about being a cop. I'm going to get into his funny stories about when he was a kid, you know why, he, you know why he liked Mickey Mantle. Like you know, then mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to him about you know all the politicians. Like you know, he's a hardcore. I'm not going to say it on here because you'll figure it out <laughs> when you talk to him. I'm not going to argue politics with him. I'm just going to let him rant and whatever. And then we're all going to sit down as a family. And we're going to listen to it and we're going to watch it. And uh, there's anything on there that wants to be taken out, I'll take it out. But for the most part, you know, like I said to you on our thing last night, I just want everything to be real, man. I want yeah. everybody to say, like, we're really talking. We're not we're not editing nothing. So I'm going to – I like to keep, you know, as far as everything with me and you and as far as everything else, as edited least as possible because I like the real talk. And our three podcasts so far, Rich, very little editing, correct, if I may ask? very little editing it's just you know it is literally just because I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to learn how to blend better so it's you mm -hmm. know it's just like that kick on in the beginning or you know as you know the other day i had a i had to edit our original one to call it a different name because we had our 30 second uh back and forth about uh, how we were <laughs> about how we we're gonna come in in five ten uh, you yeah. know and they heard all that so i got rid of that and then i had to re-put it out under a different name so uh it's my uh, buddy is Scott Ferris uh, talking about him again. He pointed that out to me. He uh, thought that banter was kind of funny, but I'm trying to get it a little bit as professional as I can. Yeah, so. we're getting there, Rich. Rome wasn't built in a day, and you know what? 
I, I, by next year at this time, we'll be pros at it. You know, I've actually, by, by the fall, we'll be pros at it, I think, you know, and stuff. So, but we got, you know, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, Rich. I mean, this is, this is great. I mean, you know, the, yeah. the banter between you and I it just can go yeah. on. We can go on all night. We can do four hours if we right. wish, you know. And I, wanna, and, I, and, and I wanna preface this, what I was saying before about like these interviews and like these people I wanna talk to. And it's like, I really like, listen, I love to talk to people about stuff that I know about. Like, you know, I could carry on a conversation. But I could also turn around and I'm going to use a quote like, you know, I can talk to somebody like I'm a five year old kid, meaning if I don't know something about your job or your life or your sport or how you do things or, or something in your life that that's interesting. If, if, if I don't know anything about it, I could talk to you probably twice as long as somebody that I know everything about, because, you know, yes. Yes. Somebody a question like, you know, like, like you're a five-year-old kid. Like somebody says, like, I wear a blue hat. And then we say, you know what, why do you wear a blue hat? And why is it blue? Like, you know, you want to get down to the nitty gritty of people because you can get a lot of stuff when they start answering questions. And uh, that's why I'm going to ask these questions. Like I'm a five-year-old kid. And uh, I think that might be a little entertaining too. And you know, and, and it, like I said, I like to talk, but again, you know, I, I want to hear other people talk. I want people to tell their stories. So and that's, right. again, that's, that's what I'm going to be doing. And you know, it's kind of with my dad and, uh, that's, you know, coming, you know, coming soon. There's gonna be a, a lot of that stuff coming. And uh, I know, I know that we're going to, uh, I had, I know we talked about the uh, live thing that we're trying to do. And uh, we want to talk to somebody like that. I think maybe uh, me and you, Eric, uh, maybe one afternoon, uh, maybe a Sunday or something. I'll talk mm -hmm. to, uh, I'll talk to Phil. Maybe we could shoot down there and uh, maybe we could uh, talk to the owner and see what he wants to do maybe in a couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely. I'm all in for that. That would be pretty cool, Rich, with an audience and stuff. I know I told some people already and they said they would stop by. So, uh, awesome. yeah, why not? I think it would be great, you know, to do like that. I was talking to, uh, I was talking to somebody who wants to do fundraisers. They want to do maybe like a fundraiser with us, dude. Like we, we could, uh, you know, reach out to these local businesses. It's like, you know, even these local businesses, even doing fundraisers, they still want a little bit of entertainment. You know what I mean? So, not, listen, I, engaging, I think we can engage for an hour, tell some jokes, talk to people, get people involved. You know, it, we, we might be able to uh, start uh, start doing stuff for people locally. Like if they want to, uh, people just like, you know, talk about sports or anything that people want to talk about, you know, as they're coming into there, you know, we'd be like the local car dealership guys or something. You know what I mean? We're not looking on a global level. Like I want to start locally. You know what I'm saying? Like help out the people in the community. And anything I say or, or Eric says on these on these uh, podcasts or these, uh, these live feeds that we're going to be doing is, I'm just trying to help out people in the community like that. I know like succeed, like, you know, don't think I'm just kind of like, you know, Hey, this guy, I said something about his business. I want pizza. I said something about this. I want this. No, these are my friends that I'm going to start talking about. And these are my friends that, that have businesses and I want to get the word out for them. Like I want people to get the word out for my podcast. Like if I tell you about something that, uh, you know, if I tell you about somebody's company that's near and dear to my heart, it's, like, it's not because I want to free something from their company. It's because they're near and dear to my heart and I want their business to succeed. Now, look, we're, we're only reaching out to a certain amount of people right now. But, you know, who knows, man? We may be reaching out to a lot more people and three or four people may come to that person's business and say, like, you know, I heard this on the Check It Out podcast or, or something like that. You know, so it's, you know, it's going to be for both. So, you know, any, anybody wants to, you know, you know, tell me about some kind of business they want to do, maybe get some more, you know, listeners or whatever out of it. That's really all we want at the end of the day, right, Eric? Yeah, exactly. And an idea. How about next year, opening day, Fishkill Little League? We interview kids on the, up, the upcoming season. You think the kids would love that? That would be a hoot, huh? Way ahead of you. I already have questions written in an opening day, ah! Fishkill Little League. And hopefully I could talk to Pete Lyons if he's still there next year, which I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to be. I don't see that being a problem at all for, for us getting involved in Fishkill Little League, dude. I mean, that would be that would be really good. You, you see, Rich, we, we have the same brainwaves. We think alike. And a lot of this stuff, like even during the no. podcast, we have the same notes down. We know what we're talking about. We're talking about the same thing, basically, you know? But, so that, uh, that's yeah. where we, that's how we blend. We, we, we're pretty much 
right on, on track with each other. Exactly. Now, this right here, my friend, is where we're going to have kind of like a, not a division of, not even a division of opinion, oh. just in a division of like, you know, I don't want to be a part of this part of this because you're going to say, and I really don't want to. So it's going to go into like my feelings on marijuana a little bit and kind of mm -hmm. like drugs like that. And I'm not going to saying that I'm just saying, I'm going to say how I feel about, about them as medicine and stuff like that. I'm not going to be like, you know, let's get back, sit back and party, dude. No, like I, I've really been doing <laughs> a lot of research on certain things. And uh, New York state right now is, is about <laughs> to become 100% legal for legalization of marijuana. That is something that, you know, obviously, you know, people have been uh, waiting for for a long time. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to have to be uh, spoken about. Like, you know, again, I'm not giving you my opinions on this. I'm just telling you what I read and what's going to come up. There's a lot of people in jails right now that are in jail because they sold marijuana a long time ago mm. and they're sitting in prison still. Mm. And wow. so that's why I think if maybe the federal government's more reluctant to make it federally mandated. Or they're not trying to figure out how they can get their hands on the cash, which is maybe what they're what they're doing. But I think that something like marijuana is, um, it, I think it's it's medicine. I I, I mm -hmm. really do, and uh, I think it was vilified for so many years by all these politicians, and vilified by movies like Reefer Madness, and just vilified for so many years as the dumb stoner that uh, you know, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Also, I got something to tell you about that too. You know, remind <laughs> me. Um, you know, like the dumb stoner and hitting them on the head. It's just like, you know, there are people every day that suffer from, listen, I know, listen, I've been, I've been active marijuana smoker for a long time. And I have mm -hmm. no problem saying that because people mm -hmm. in my life know that I do. And, you know, it doesn't affect my life. And I'm not this kid that sits, this guy, man, that sits back and just stones out on movies. Like, you know, it's, it, it relaxes me at night. And it makes you know other things feel better. The stomach and uh, other. Things Rich, could I interrupt? A uh, Vogelbach just had a two-run home run, by the way. Fantastic, three-two. He's up now. Look at that big guy. I can't wait to see them hit him hit that home run. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to lose my train of thought. Um, Sorry. So about that. <laughs> that's okay. So uh, I'm going to be doing a, a podcast on. Uh, I want to talk to I want to talk to local politicians. Like I want to talk to guys in our area because. It's going to become legal. It's like it is in Jersey. Like, you know, people that live in Jersey right now could go to dispensaries. In your dispensary, you could walk in and some of the places you go left. If you have a medical card, if you have right, it's for pleasure. Now, full disclosure, I have a medical card. I've got it about six, six, um, what about I me? Mean, six to seven months ago, I go up to Cure Relief. It's, it's basically like that. Nice shot. It's basically like talking to like, like weed professors up there. They could tell you mm -hmm. if the tip of your toe hurts, do this, or if the bottom of your ankle hurts, do, you know, do this, or if you think, you know, they just, they know what it is. So I want to kind of talk to people in our community about like how they think about that. Um, Cause I, th I thought I looked up a stat and again, maybe a politician that I know that I can maybe interview about it, but it seems that a uh, fish kill is uh, one of these places where there's going to be a little bit more reception to, um to, uh, you know, marijuana places as opposed to not medical being uh, recreational spots where you can go and just not lounges, not bars, just places where you can just go and buy it recreationally. So I would like to find out like maybe why Fishkill is maybe more a little more leaning to that as opposed to other uh, areas, which I see. I forgot what it was. I don't know if it's Wappingers. I don't know. Where uh, it was. Beacon to has that. a place, I believe, on Main Street. Beacon, yes. But that's not that that's not a uh, that's not a real um, they, they don't sell THC. That's a CBD place. I think they sell stuff with THC in it, Rich, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's very small because I've gone up there just to find out because I've read about the place and I wanted mm -hmm. to find out what their, what their thing was. Mm -hmm. And they're not allowed to sell anything over a certain percentage, which the percentage uh, okay. is very small where it doesn't, the THC doesn't affect you. 
mm-hmm, there is mm-hmm. a place called Cure Relief is in Newburgh, and there's another place called BE. It's in it's in Wappingers. It's right yes. next to Bank up there on Route Nine. That's yes. another medical place. So I can walk mm-hmm. in there with my medical card and I could buy something mm-hmm. from there as well. Mm-hmm. But the point I'm trying to make is being that there's two places right now that, that it is medically legal. So at the end of 22, going into 23, there's going to be a lot of competition to get um, to get licenses to sell. Now, and I'm knowing Fishkill is going to be one of the people, places that's receptive to the licenses. Now, I want to know from people if these licenses are 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 in the works or what's going to happen or i just want to know for my own reason just for political reasons and how percept- mm-hmm. how susceptible or how they perceive i'm sorry i use the word perceive marijuana in dutchess county as opposed to other counties around because it's mm-hmm. coming it's going to be legal and it's got to be separated from those other scheduled drugs it just has to be and people just you know and i'm going to say this just people have to wake up and realize that it's not your, it's not your grandmother's um, marijuana. It's not your father's marijuana. Like marijuana is actually helping people these days, man. And whether you smoke it, whether you eat it in an edible, it's it, it's helping people on a daily basis. And a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, um, these politicians, like the old guard there, they got to realize that uh, that it's that it's helping people, uh, you know, all over the country and all over the world. And uh, you know, I know I make it sound like a medical drug, a, a, a miracle drug, but uh, it just it, it helps a lot of ailments. And they got to separate it from drugs like cocaine and heroin. And, you know, then, you know, listen, back in the 20s, you know, I watch Peaky Blinders all the time. It's like, you know, you know, um, Cillian Murphy's character over there, he's, he's got an ailment. He got into a fight. His hand hurts and he's drinking heroin. You know, eventually we know what heroin does to you. Your body becomes it, it's terrible for you. But weed doesn't yep. do that. Yeah, and um, I, I've seen stories, Rich, where um, a woman had breast cancer, and why not? You know, to make right. to alleviate the pain and stuff like that. You know, it's like right. we're not to, we're we're not talking anything. You know, like you said, like heroin or anything. You know, right. I mean, and and you know, it brings revenue to the state. I mean, right. look, look what happened. They they legalized sports gambling, right? They legalized mm-hmm. marijuana in certain parts, which brought in the money and stuff. You know, I yep. mean, to a certain extent, I actually thought they were going to legalize prostitution in New York as well. I mean, look how much the state has made already on on the marijuana and sports gambling, right? It's crazy. Yeah, I know. And you know what? Though you just mentioned, I'm going to say something. You just mentioned uh, prostitution. Like, I mean, I I could have a, a smart conversation with you and uh, and mm-hmm. let you and, and make you believe that that might not be a bad idea either. But I'm not going to talk about that right now. Well, it works in, outside of Las Vegas, right? It hasn't it been does. an issue over there, right? So it does. So all right, and that's and this uh, and this. Uh, you go, that's my. Uh, I'm going to be doing something on that. Like I want to talk to them. I have a couple of buddies that know a lot about it. I got I got a buddy of mine that know that grows his stuff. I mean, I, I got friends that I could talk to about that. And, I, and I'm pretty positive you're not going to want to be a part of that. But this part of it, uh, you're probably really not going to be want to be a part of because um. Now, under no circumstances, I'm going to say this as a prerequisite, saying that I do not want to try this. I do not want to do this. I do not want to disappear in a state of, of mental I, – I do not, under any circumstances at this point in my life, want to try what I'm about to explain to you. I am, however, very, very interested in people that go on these ayahuasca trips. Hmm. Now, I'm very interested in this because you read about the stuff – and, you know, they, they have these places in Colorado and they have these places around here in the United States of America. And listen, uh, full disclosure, like, you know, I, I've done some psychedelic drugs in my life. You know, it's, it's you know, I'm not going to get into it too heavily, but, you know, it's, it's really, you know, I never had a bad time on them. I've done some acid. I've done some mushrooms. And, you know, and I've always looked at it kind of like, you know, from a perspective of, uh, of you know, it's, let's go hang out, have a good time. Let's go dance all night. You know, that's how kind of mm-hmm. like how I used to look at it. But mm-hmm. now I'm reading all these stories and I'm reading everybody like people these days are, are microdosing these drugs. Mm-hmm. 
Now, by microdosing, I mean they're not full on taking a full dose of the drug, meaning mushrooms or meaning acid or even ketamine. They're taking very, they're taking many doses of the psychoactive element in these drugs that allows you to trip per se. Mm-hmm. So what it does is all these drugs, what they really do is they work on your dopamine and they work on your serotonin and they level it out. They do what they can. But, but these people that do this ayahuasca is they go on this stuff that it's a spiritual journey for them. Like they literally, they go down to the Amazon river, they pick the right leaves. And it's, it's in, I haven't kind of read a story yet where people say that they didn't come back feeling amazing. Now I'm putting this out there to anybody that's listening if, again, if you want to contact me, you know, there's plenty of ways to contact me. If anybody listening knows somebody or has done it themselves and is willing to sit down with me for a couple of hours and literally, like I said before, ask them questions like a five-year-old child, I want to sit down with somebody that's experienced that from beginning to end. Not go to some fugazi place in Arizona, which I'm not saying it's fugazi, but it's not like the real thing to me, the religious experience. But I want somebody that has done that experience and to come sit with me and just explain to me why they did it in the first place, how it felt, you know, and what they did, what the process was like. I'm putting it out there to people who are listening right now is if you could find somebody or somebody wants to help me out with this project, that is a project that I'd like to be working on pretty soon. So again, I'm not saying that I want to like disappear on on an ayahuasca trip and, you know, listen, 30 years ago where my head was maybe, but now at this point in my life, I'm a happily married man. I have beautiful children. You know, my life is fine. There's no reason for me to, to, to go on a mental journey. But there are people that have gone on these mental journeys and it's actually helped them. And I would really like to talk to somebody like that. So, Hey, Rich, can I, can I interrupt for a sec? Sure. Um, so you've done some research on this. Like what type of person goes on in these trips? Is it like the CFO type, you know, or is it the average Joe or somebody that's like down on his luck and wants to change it? I mean, what, you who just, would go down? Who would go you down just, on you, you, you just said something and, and put it to a nutshell. Ah. Billionaires, billionaire CEOs, average Joes, people that are people that are addicted to drugs, people that are addicted to uh, alcohol, people that are depressed, people that have anxiety. These are all people that have gone to these meetings and gone and, and spoken and done stuff, and it's their last resort. And they go there. And I mean, for instance, for for, for instance, uh, for, it, it was on. I don't know if you watch the show Billions. I mean, I don't know how true no. it is or not, but. Billions is a show on Showtime, and the guy supposedly is supposed to be Steve Cohen from the Mets, and it's it's a good show. You know, I'm I'm assuming it's fiction, but in the opening of one of the seasons, and like he's like this crazy going 24 hours a day guy, billionaire, doing the market and everything, and he's got all this shit going on in his life. One of the seasons open up with him and his him and his assistant in one of these ayahuasca tents because, and it 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 just it can affect it can affect because the brain is so powerful, and, and I kind of want to prove a point or or a statement that I'm going to make that. You know what? I'm going to save that for. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a statement, and I'm going to, and I'm going to. I, I'm I'm big on making these statements, and then uh, going on a podcast or or a discussion about that. But I'm going to make a statement about psychedelic drugs that I think probably isn't too uh, isn't too common. I, you know, and again, uh, full disclosure, I haven't done them in about 25 years. I'm just mm-hmm. I'm just interested in why people do and what journeys they go on and why they why they continue to do it. So there's going to be some kind of like, there's going to be some marijuana talk and there's going to be some DMT talk and there's going to be some ayahuasca talk and it's all going to be positive talk. And it's literally going to be all for informational purposes only. Mm-hmm. Great. So, all right, Eric, I, uh, I, listen, I, I think I went on a rant long enough about what, uh, what I was going to do. And, uh, I know you have anything that you want to add. Uh, apple picking, rich. <laughs> We could talk as much apple picking as you want. 
it, it, when it's apple picking season. It's nine fourteen, and this coming, man has to go it, build New York City. It, it, it's coming up, Rich. You know, uh, I want the <laughs> listeners to stay tuned. It, it's coming up. You heard my pumpkin rant on uh, on Saturday. You know, sure. apple picking is just like Eric. I got to tell you, man, your rants. Yeah. I, I you got to go on the you, you got to up you got to go on the more. I love your rants, dude. You got to go on. <laughs> well, I, I like them. And listen, you, have, you could, next time we get together for our. Yeah. Uh, for our get together, which is kind of a get together now, but mm-hmm. um, you could you could rant about that all you want, dude. Because I got something I want to rant about too, and I'm going to surprise you about it. Something really dumb, but it drives <laughs> me insane. I'm going to leave you hanging on that one. Well, I'm going to have what ticks off E Dubs. We're gonna we're gonna put that segment on the show, Rich, because I just went off on the pumpkins, and that was natural, Rich. There was no rehearsal on that whatsoever, you I know. And it's just it. like, and I saw someone drinking the pumpkin latte at work today, and I was just going to say, yeah. You know, but um, but we got we got a lot of stuff coming up for the listeners and stuff. And uh, like I said, tonight was just kind of like uh, spontaneous off the cuff, really. It's not yep. really our night to do a show, but we uh, we did what? Almost 75 minutes already. So look yes, at that. So excellent. All right. So uh, like I said, the only thing I got really saying in a parting right now is uh, I don't know. It's three two, right? That's the score of the game. It's 3-2. It's the bottom of the 7th, and uh, right. Scherzer's still out there for the Mets. So. And stay uh, and stay tuned uh, next week for the introduction of Caden Ferris, who's going to break down fantasy football for you guys. He's a very smart kid. You're going to learn something from him. <laughs> All right, Eric. So I guess uh, – I mean, listen, I'm going uh, to maybe watch the end of the game, maybe not, get some sleep, and I'll, uh, we'll reconvene like, you know, tomorrow via phone. And uh, it was good talking to you tonight, man. Like I said, I could do this every night. Yeah, same here, Murph. Maybe we should make it a nightly show, right? (laughs) Sounds good, E-dubs. All right, brother. Have a good one, Murph. Peace out. All right, guys. Later. Take care.